Uh, hello, this is Assemblyman uh, Kevin Kiley, and welcome to Thursday's After Session, a uh, weekly podcast about events and goings-on at the California State Capitol. As always, I am joined by the uh, Chief of Staff for our office, William Kolke. And unusually today, we're not recording in Room 4153, but instead from our district office in Granite Bay. Uh, that's right. For those who have not had the chance to visit, we are at the corner of Auburn, Folsom, uh, and Douglas. We'll actually be getting up a nice uh, sign there on the street pretty soon to direct you to exactly where it is. But this is uh, the center of our constituent service and other uh, engagement with uh, with the different communities and uh, people in our district. And we've got a few dedicated folks here who uh, you know respond to uh, concerns and issues that are uh, brought to the office by constituents. And it's uh, a very, very important part of uh, of what we do and what I do as uh, as a member of the legislature is making sure that uh, the people in our area have direct access to uh, to their state government. So I think the vote on everyone's mind was the one that took place on Thursday, the vote to raise the gas tax. That's right. And uh, this vote took pl- There are a lot of things that were unusual about this vote, one of which was the time of day that it happened. It was almost 11 p.m. Uh, when we finally voted on this particular piece of legislation. Usually we are on the floor of the assembly at 9 a.m. on uh, Thursdays. But the governor and the leaders in the legislature had a sort of self-imposed deadline because, uh, you know, we were heading into the spring uh, recess and they wanted to get this finalized by then. So it was just uh, before 11 o'clock on Thursday when I should say today's actually Friday. Because of all this, we didn't do our usual uh, right after uh, session on Thursday uh, timing for the podcast when this uh, bill went through. And of course, it did ultimately pass with 54 votes, the bare minimum, raising the taxes of Californians by $52 billion over the next 10 years. And it just doesn't apply to the gas tax either. Uh, Josh, uh, what are the other taxes and fees that are going to be raised? Yeah, so it'll raise the uh, the gas tax, obviously, by 12% to start and over time with inflation adjustments, 19.5%. It also applies to diesel sales taxes, uh, diesel excise taxes, and even more so to everyone that owns a car in California, this is going to raise your uh, registration somewhere in the range from $25 to $175 per year, depending on the value of your vehicle. And it also imposes a $100 new fee on electric vehicles. Yeah, so if you thought that you might uh, avoid some of the pain uh, because you use a car that doesn't utilize gas... Uh, that is incorrect. This uh, affects every driver. Affects every driver. It's going to hurt uh, folks uh, who you know have lower incomes uh, because this is going to take a bigger chunk out of their income. It's going to hurt the working class a lot, especially people who have long commutes to work. It's going to take a have a disproportionate impact on folks in uh, in rural counties. And so, I was strongly, strongly opposed uh, to this bill. Um, but I wasn't just opposed. To the tax, I was actually in favor and helped to author another piece of legislation that would have fixed our roads or gone a long way towards doing so in a much more effective way than the bill that ultimately passed. So the bill that ultimately passed uh, puts $5.2 billion uh, a year towards uh, supposedly roads, although something like 30% of that right off the top uh, doesn't in fact go to road repair and none of it really goes towards relieving traffic. The bill that I had uh, co-authored would have taken existing revenue that has already been dedicated to transportation, but for years and years has been diverted to other 
other purposes and would have once and for all said, we're going to actually use this money to fix roads and to relieve traffic. Now, they didn't, uh, the leaders in the assembly, uh, in, in both houses actually, didn't give this bill really any hearing. Instead, just went with their alternative, which was let's raise everyone's taxes. And one of the concerns of this legislation is that even the money raised by this bill that just passed won't all go to roads. Yeah, they're actually taking 30% off the top of the tax increase and directing it towards other things such as transit and bike lanes and parks that aren't going to help reduce traffic congestion or do anything for our roads. And the bill also doesn't do anything to reduce the cost of road repair in the state, which is much higher than uh, road repair costs in uh, neighboring states. Yeah, this is why it's so frustrating that uh, we're forcing hardworking Californians to now bear an even higher burden. We do not spend taxpayer dollars in an effective way in California. In fact, it costs three times as much uh, to build one mile of road in this state as it does in Texas. I mean, just think about that. They get uh, three times more uh, road for each dollar than we do. And, uh, you know, the legislative analyst has found that Caltrans is overstaffed by 2,500 people. That's $500 million a year that goes to redundant positions. We're now uh, continuing with high-speed rail that's supposed to cost now upwards of uh, $70 billion. In my view, the last thing we should be doing is returning to the taxpayers and saying, well, now you need to pay more, especially after Governor Brown had pledged there'd be no more taxes without voter approval. So we've had a lot of constituents write in over the last few days, and they're upset both about the increase of the gas tax and they're upset about the way that the tax itself was passed. And they're asking, what can they do? Yeah, and you hit on an important point there because um, this was not a bill that a lot of people, even uh, on both sides in the legislature, wanted to vote for because it's just frankly bad policy. But those who were dri- sort of driving this thing came up with certain uh, inducements and encouragements to convince reluctant legislators to sign on. For example, uh, one senator was given a $500 million pork barrel project uh, in order to encourage him to vote in favor of the bill. And this is just why people, I think, are so fed up with politics, is that you have this sort of thing going on and uh, and legislation being passed that's not in the public interest. And so I know a lot of people are very frustrated. And uh, the good news is that, you know, in a uh, democracy, you have the ability to make your voice heard. Governor Brown still needs to sign the bill. Um, so I would encourage you to communicate your uh, views to him on the matter. Probably do it quickly because uh, it's going to be a few days here and, uh, before he um, takes action on this. But, uh, you know, I will certainly myself be fighting if this does go into effect to make sure that we don't keep making the same mistakes that we've been making that the funds that are being raised are used for transportation purposes, finally, and that we are reforming the way government works in California so that we get a better return on our investment when it comes to these things. And finally, I'm going to make sure that our area gets a fair shake when it comes to how these funds are, are doled out. And I think that's a wrap for the week. Yes, thank you, everyone, very much for joining us. It's going to be a very uh, fast-paced next few weeks and months uh, in the legislature. We've got a lot of exciting legislation uh, that we're working on uh, with this office, so I hope you'll keep uh, tuning in. And as always, please feel free to get in touch with me uh, with any questions, concerns, or comments. Until next week, this is Kevin Kyler.